Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 350 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are of course going to talk all about our weekends and we're also going to talk about the Johnny Menzel documentary that just came out on Netflix. Man, we both really enjoyed that. We would love for you to join us on Patreon if you haven't done that yet. It's at patreon.com slash bigboo. And our upcoming episode is going to be all about the Barbie movie. We have so many thoughts. We loved it so much. We would also love for you to stop by our Amazon store to see some of the things that we love and love to use. And that's at amazon.com slash shop slash bigboo. All righty. Here we go with episode 350. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, y'all. It's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We have already lived up a whole life with this episode, and we hadn't recorded a thing yet, but surprisingly, shockingly sound issues. I know. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I mean, why can the internet? And here's what I'm going to say. It really wasn't our fault. Although I will say that after we hung up, I did notice that apparently Perry Shankel at some point had unplugged the Wi-Fi extender that's in this room where I podcast. (laughs) I don't know why. Why? Why is he messing with it? Like, why is he messing with it? But I looked up and I was like, well, that could have been part of the problem. I don't know that it was all of the problem, but my Wi-Fi is now extended. So hopefully that helps. Well, I bet that that probably did make some difference, I would think. I mean, mean, it can't hurt to to be plugged in. Mm -hmm. Well, and because here's the thing, we have these like solid wood walls in our house. And so, you know, for the internet to travel, as Juan told me years ago, is a very complex thing in this house. Sure. Well, it's our our 350th episode. So it feels right that we have had to move from Riverside to Zoom um, to try to get some sort of connection without a delay. And... Um, and here we are, 17 years later, celebrating episode 350. Listen, slow and steady sometimes wins the race and sometimes doesn't, but you get there sometimes eventually. Is it just makes you slow sometimes. <laughs> just takes a long time, you know. Takes a it's real just, long time. Mm-hmm. Takes a long time to come up with this kind of excellence that we've created here it in does. our little corner of the podcast world. Mm-hmm. It's true. It does. Yep. So y'all celebrated Caroline Shankle's 20th birthday last week. Yes, we did. My baby is 20, which mm-hmm. nothing really makes you feel older than your baby being 20. I was like, well, on the plus side, I guess this means we survived the teen years, you know? Yes. Like I know, but we don't have teenagers anymore. Isn't that no. weird? It's Mm -hmm. so weird. It's so weird. And it's weird that she is now an age. I mean, and I guess it's been like that. But every time I'm like, oh, this is an age I vividly remember being like, I remember being 20, Mm -hmm. like very clearly. Me too. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I I too have have very clear memories for some reasons I might rather forget. So I know that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So but yes, we drove to so Perry and I, this is okay. You're about to make fun of me, but I'm just going to go ahead and admit it. So Perry and I drove to College Station on last Wednesday, which was August 2nd, the day before her birthday, um, because she had plans. She was doing stuff with uh, Grace and her boyfriend for her birthday. So we were like, we'll come up the night before. Plus, Perry was leaving for a fishing tournament on Friday morning early. So um, anyway, we drove up to College Station. We took she and her roommates and Grayson and Gully came and met us because she was in town. And so we all did a little birthday dinner and it was super fun. We went to Gate 12, which is one of her favorite places. And it's really good. I will tell you that we were about 10 minutes away from her house when she called and she said, I think I'm about to have a breakdown. And I was like, why? And she was like, because I think my air conditioning is going out. And I'm going to tell you that at that point, the temperature reading on Perry's truck's at 108. So that's what we're dealing oh, with. 
God. And this was when y'all were on the way back to San Antonio, right? No, we're on the way to her house. Like we're we're about to get to her house. So this is where we're planning on spending the afternoon in this hot house. She was Uh. like, I just walked in. She was like, I don't think it's working, whatever. And so I said, well, have you called your landlord? No, I called (laughs) you first. And I was like, well, I would hang up. And at this point, it's like three o'clock. So I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. I would hang up with me pronto. And I'd call your landlord and let him know, because what am I going to do? So we get to her house. She's called the landlord. He's in meetings. His wife calls and basically just says, call whoever, just do what you need to do to get it fixed. And so, um, and this is where I am going to say that I just got on the internet and I looked up and Brazos Valley uh, AC Repair had five-star reviews. And I thought, you know what? We're going to call Brazos Valley AC Repair. I got on the phone with them. She was like, we can send somebody out between five and seven. I was like, that's great. We have dinner reservations at 615. And she said, oh, let me see what I can do. I'm going to tell you not 20 minutes later that Caesar showed up at Caroline's place. It was an AC equivalent to when I had won from AT&T. It was the best customer service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was so polite. He did such a good job. I'm going to tell you that the core of the problem was that apparently because college people had been living in this house since probably it's been built. I don't know that the AC filter had ever been changed. Oh, oh, now listen, that'll take me down a road. That will take (laughs) me down a road because there's something about that that I'm like... God, maybe because I attribute every sinus infection I've ever had to the AC I was in when I was in college. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Like when, when, and here's what I appreciate about Caesar. He did not hold it. He didn't judge. He didn't judge. Oh, well, what Caesar has seen, right? I mean, mean, what Caesar has seen. I mean, fixing ACs in a college town, you've got to figure. But when he pulled that deal out, it looked like somebody had stuffed a blanket up there is essentially the AC. So it had frozen over. But then he did find out that like the battery on something outside on the condensing unit was dying. So that didn't help the situation. But then he opened up some of the dampers up there had apparently been closed off a little bit. So what he did was miraculous. And here's what he kept saying. I just, I'm going as fast as I can. I don't want you to miss your dinner reservation. But like, Caesar, they were so sweet. So I'm just saying, if you're in the Brazos Valley, call Brazos Valley AC Repair because they were so nice. They called the next day to make sure that it was working right. They said to please call them back if for some reason it wasn't. Like, they were so thorough. And so I just really appreciate good customer service. So I want to say that, yeah, it just, he was so good and so friendly and so helpful. And so um, anyway, so we, we did that. We went out, we had a great dinner. It was super fun. You know, always love being with the college kids. And then here's where I'm going to tell you young moms who are like someday when I'm an empty nester, it's going to be so sad. (laughs) So when we're leaving the restaurant, of course, I want to take pictures of everybody. So we're taking pictures and we're doing the whole thing. And at some point, Caroline handed me her phone because she didn't want it in the pictures and I put it in my purse. So we don't realize this until Perry and I are almost to Caldwell, which is about 25 minutes outside of College Station. And then uh, Grayson is calling us on his phone and we're like, well, that's something's not right. Mm -hmm. And so we answer and it's Caroline. And she was like, is my phone in your purse? Bless it. I know. And I was like, it is. So we turn around we arranged to meet them. Just Perry's like, we're going to meet you under Highway 47 at Villa Maria. It's a whatever. He said, we'll be there with the hazards on. It takes them forever to find us. And Perry said, I need you to let people know that if they think empty nesting is a real thing, <laughs> that you will find yourself at 830 on a summer night when you're trying to get home, waiting for your kid to come pick herself on up. So we sit there when, when they pull up. So they pull up and Carol and Perry gets out to go hand Caroline her phone and I see them hug, which I'm like, well, that's sweet. And then she comes to my window and she's kind of teary. And she was like, will you come back on Friday and spend the day with me? And I was like, well, yeah, why? And she was like, I don't know. Y'all just left and I miss y'all a lot. And I just, I don't know when I'm going to get to spend time with y'all and I've got impact next week and whatever. And will you come back? And you know what I said? Of course I will. Of course I will. Which is why Melanie called me Friday and I was like, what are you doing? She was like, well, I'm actually, I'm, I'm on the way back to college station. Uh-huh. But so listen, that's the beauty of, of this time of life is that when they call, you say, okay, 
That's it. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Because when we got, when we, when Perry and I drove away, he was like, are you really going to drive up again for the day on Friday? And I said, I 100% I am. I said, mm-hmm. because there's going to come a day where she's going to be so busy with her own life and her own stuff. And this just feels like a season where like, if she mm-hmm. wants me, I'm going. And so um, I got up Friday morning and I drove to college station. I had brunch with she and Grayson. And then she and I spent the day at her house where, you know, that I reorganized her closet again. <laughs> your favorite thing. Listen, while we talked and, you know, just talked about all the things. And I was like, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. It was perfect. And we had a great day together and it was, it was 100% worth it. Um, And then anyway, I drove back home that Friday night because she had impact training that started that Friday night. Um, So she was going to be gone. So I was like, I'll just drive back. So I drove back. um, And then Saturday was when Perry fished in his third fishing tournament of the year. And I'm going to tell you that they won. They won the oh, tournament. Con- congratulations. I know. Congratulations well, to Perry yeah. and his, his team or his partner or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done. No, his team, mm-hmm. Moss Fina, that's the name of their team. Okay. And they won and, you know, it just, listen, they set a record for, for what they caught. And it it's just, it was a banner day is what I'm telling you. So that is what's been going on at Shankle's house. A lot of road trips. And I had told her, I thought I would go back at some point before school starts. But I told Perry, I said, I can't do another day trip to College Station. Yeah, I said, I, yeah. I got to go and spend the night. Like that yeah. was, that's a, that's a long way to drive in a day. Yeah, it is. It's a long way to go and turn around. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask literally everyone you know for their recommendation? Because here's what we all want. A doctor who gets us, it listens to us, makes us feel comfortable. And then after weeks of searching, you find the one. They're close by, they're convenient, but you call their office, they have an appointment available, and then you realize they don't take your insurance. You can wipe your tears, you can put away the ice cream and head over to ZocDoc to find and book the doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. These docs have all verified reviews from actual real patients, not bots. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 48 hours. That's it. Sometimes you can even score same day appointments. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. I love ZocDoc because it's so hard sometimes to find a doctor, especially when you really need one. And ZocDoc makes it easy and seamless. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Big Boo. ZocDoc dot com slash Big Boo. So what about y'all? What's happening? Well, let's see. So we went over the weekend. David and I went to Mississippi to, it's a long story. He's getting a new car. He sold his, his old car to his brother. And so we went to Mississippi in a caravan to deliver his car. And then so that, you know, there would be a car there after David dropped off the Jeep. And so we saw Scott and Rose and we saw Martha and, um, hung out there that afternoon and then came back here again. It's not super far. It's just two hours, but it's still like to go over and back in a day. It's like, well, that's, that's your day pretty much. So, but we had a great time. It was a good little trip. And, um, and it was one of those times too, where, you know, sometimes it feels like you can't really talk about stuff until you're you're in a car together. Like, it's kind of like, you've got a a list of things that you haven't really like brought up yet. Cause you think, well, this is a conversation, not like a, just like a, a quick little thing to, to m- mention in passing. So anyway, and we had horrible weather coming back. So I was really glad we were together, but so we did that. And then bright and early yesterday morning, I had a mammogram. Oh, um, delightful. Oh, and I got the first appointment of the day. So, I, so I knew I wouldn't have to wait. And the woman mm-hmm. who the technician was so sweet. And I don't think I've ever, I don't think she's ever been the technician for me before. But listen, I was I was telling Casey and Steph yesterday afternoon, you know, sometimes sometimes you have somebody who tries to direct you and sometimes you have somebody who'll just get in there and get after it. And she was a get in there and get after it. Listen, she lifted and and shifted and moved and crushed and it was it didn't take long at all. So I did that and um, did Pilates and I don't know. I've just been I've still been writing a bunch and Alex is getting ready to move back. He's going to actually move back in next week at the beginning of the week. So we've been trying to get him organized and, 
um, I don't know, just other than that, we've just kind of been around and uh, yeah. I, I've been on a big vegetable kick. I don't, I don't know. Oh, nice. I know. I don't know what that's about. Okay. So anyway, so I've been cooking some vegetables and working on the book and I, I have kind of, I don't know. I was in a lull with June's journey. I was, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, I was still kind of checking in, but I wasn't really playing the game. It was yeah. just, I was, you know, I was just trying to keep my islands maintained, but I mm-hmm. wasn't, I wasn't really active. So there was a point, I think it was Saturday where I was like, well, I think I'm going to play a little June's journey. And said, so, listen, that was like riding a bike. I just got right <laughs> back in it. <laughs> that was great. Really enjoyed that. It was fantastic. And uh, that's about it around here. I can't really think of much at all that's that's been going on, except that. Yes. TikTok. Tell me about TikTok. A couple of things. One, it occurred to me yesterday. I was like, well, I had a mammogram this morning, but TikTok thinks that I'm going through rush at about six different schools. I somehow, you know, we had, we had, <laughs> we had like Bama rush talk the first year. And then last year I got a little bit of Auburn. This year I'm getting, I I haven't even gotten that much Alabama. I've gotten Auburn, Georgia, Arkansas, Georgia, Southern, Georgia state. And, oh, there's one other school that I've seen over and over, Troy. So, and some Mississippi state, but what I'm telling you is my TikTok is a succession of like, we're back when, and then some choreographed dance. It's really what Uh I'm, I'm getting. And so I feel like I have a lot of awareness about, about what's going on at all the different schools, but I've gotten more Auburn than anything. And I think that's probably because so many of my girls that I used to work with when I worked at a high school, a lot of those girls are there. And so I follow them anyway, but Mm -hmm. anyway, it's been, it's been a whole journey that I've been on with, with recruitment and rush skits and rush dance routines and all that this past week. Do you feel like you've, do you feel like every morning that you want to share your OOTD? Do you feel like you want (laughs) to I, here's what I haven't had though, is that because I've kind of wondered, so have we shifted where we're not mm. getting as much from the girls who are actually going through the process because I don't, I don't know why, but I feel like I'm getting much more from the sororities now, like the sororities okay. are using it to promote themselves, but I'm not seeing a whole lot of girls who are going through the process, but Auburn just started yesterday. So okay. it just may take a little bit for a catch up. I only saw one OOTD yesterday. Oh, so, interesting. Maybe I we're know. moving away. Maybe the kids have outgrown the OOTDs. Maybe that's an old thing now. You Maybe know? so. Maybe so. But okay. anyway, um, we'll see. I mean, I don't think I want me back on there tonight to see what's happening. Oh, yeah. But. I know. Well, listen, on that note, I've been laughing because so my friend Stephanie, who's like a fashion stylist, like she that's what she does, but she's an Aggie. And so we got in a conversation yesterday because I saw this cute maroon shirt and I sent it to her and I was like, do do we like this shirt? Do we think it's cute? And she was like, yes, I think it's darling. And I said, not that I need any more stuff, but we were kind of going back and forth. But I'm going to tell you something that has happened. Then I started going through the anthropology website. And, you know, I Google, like I'll look for like, because I want to do like a Fashion Friday that's game day edition with everybody's colors. So, But yes. I'm looking like maroon, burgundy, wine, mm-hmm. you know, like all variations, Bordeaux, all variations of maroon. Mm-hmm. Then they, I'm going to tell you that anthropology has some pants that are most definitely maroon and they're calling them Finch. And I'm like, you aren't helping me. This color is hard enough to find as is. <laughs> and and then, this color was everywhere last year and not so much this year. Yes, that's the whole problem. And I, you know, I always tell people like when that color, when we are going through a Bordeaux trend, you got to stock up because yes. when it's gone, it's gone. Like it's really hard to find. And so there are some things out there. I've seen a couple of things, but you know, there's so many iterations of it because, and you don't know because berry, is that going to be more purple or is it going to be maroon enough? And I thought when you look in my closet, cause I have all, I, I like to hang things by color. Mm-hmm. And when you look at all the variations of what I consider to be maroon, I'm like, we skew uh, from almost red to almost a purple, but I just assume that when they're by themselves that they work, but I'm like, don't throw me off by calling it Finch. No, Finch is an interesting choice. I mean, they just decided to name it, I think. Like, yeah. 
I don't know what that's. That's about. not a real thing. And the pants are really cute. Listen, they're these citizens of humanity, like wide leg pants, but they're Finch. And I'm like, I, I can't, I can't deal with that. Like no, I need can't. to be able to look for Bordeaux, maroon, mm-hmm. burgundy, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, we, we pray for your strength as you navigate <laughs> this challenge in your life. It's, God, it's rough. Uh, I know. Trying I know. to serve in this manner. It has been over a year since David and I got our Helix mattress, and even now, we love it. It was so easy to set up, so easy to get used to, which is always a little bit of a deal with mattresses when you have a new one, and we sleep so well on this mattress. We wake up feeling rested and refreshed, and we cannot wait to get back to it when we have been out of town. Now introducing Helix's newest, most high-end collection, Helix Elite. Helix has harnessed years of extensive mattress expertise to bring their customers a truly elevated sleep experience. The Helix Elite collection offers six different mattress models, each tailored for specific sleep positions and firmness preference. Every Helix Elite mattress comes with a 15-year manufacturer's warranty and the same 100-night trial as the rest of Helix's mattresses. You should never have to compromise on comfort. Helix has mattresses with cooling technology that help regulate your body temperature whatever the season. And if you're nervous about buying a mattress online, don't be. The Helix Sleep Quiz takes into account your individual sleep preferences to match you and your partner with the perfect mattress for you. Just go to helixsleep.com slash bigboo, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash bigboo. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. One of the reasons why this is Tuesday, normally we record on Mondays. And one of the reasons why we decided that we were going to record on Tuesday was because this morning there was a new documentary that came out on Netflix about Johnny yes. Manziel, the former A&M quarterback. Yes. And it's one of the untold documentaries, which I just find to be so good. Like what was the last one we saw was, was that on Manti Teo? Manti Teo was the yes. most, I think, as far as that, that's the last one I watched. So... So Melanie and I yesterday decided that we were going to wait and record today because we were going to get up and we were going to watch the Johnny football documentary this morning. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I took notes. I did. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I've got notes. I've got. Oh, Mrs. Hudson. I I know. Listen, I've got post-its here. Um, I've got. Well, okay. So for one thing, let me just say this before we get into the substance of the documentary. I was so tickled to see people that I know of because of you. Like, okay, like, like Billy Luigi from Tex-Ax. Yes. Who, I mean, why would I ever know him? But I do because of you and, and because you saw him last year at SEC Media Days, you like you yeah. across the room or something. And then Alan Cannon, who works in the sports information department at A&M, we saw him last year at Media Days and yep. visited with him for a little bit. I was just as tickled. It was just, I felt like I was just seeing people I'd known forever. <laughs> Now, none of them know me, but that that's okay. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Doesn't um, matter. And even stuff like when they they referenced that one time when Johnny Manziel went and got drunk and fought in Northgate, and I was like, I know where Northgate is. Yeah. And they showed there was a shot where they showed like you could see the football stadium and the baseball stadium, mm-hmm. and and I was like, I know where that is. So. I I'm just so happy to have been there before. Yes. Yeah. I gave you a frame of reference. It gives me a frame of reference. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, it felt just a little bit more personal to me. So anyway, that, that's, that's all I had to say about that. But okay, man, I thought that the documentary was fascinating. I agree. I felt like it wasn't to me, there wasn't a whole lot that I feel like I didn't know. Well, you no, know what I mean? I mean, that's, listen, you've, you've, you've lived it. So, yes. I mean, that's yes. like somebody doing a documentary on Dak Prescott because I've yes. paid such close attention to him. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, and I want to hear all your thoughts, but I'm going to tell you that for me, it was that, first of all, it was surreal to turn it on and be like, like in the beginning when they show him being inducted into like the A&M Hall of Fame, I was like, I know a lot of these people. Like, it's mm-hmm. so weird to see something where you're like, this is so familiar. Like this mm-hmm. is like on Netflix. You're like, oh, this is all, I remember all of this. I I know these people. I know who he's talking to in this scene. Like that was so kind of surreal. Um, but man, like when it started that beginning, I was like, listen, number two on the field, number one in my heart forever. Like 
Yeah. I just like that in that time in Aggie, like that 2012, I mean, what a ride. I mean, mm-hmm. as somebody who has loved Aggie football for most of my life, like it, I mean, what a ride that season was and how magical it was because none of us saw it coming. Like it was, right. it wasn't one of those seasons where like you start off at number five and you hope you're going to end up ranked in the top 10. Like, like nobody saw it coming. I mean, I remember because we were, um, we were in College Station for the Florida game. Um, and I've got pictures. We went to like the, we did the core march in. We did the whole thing because Jen was with us and she brought mm. Lincoln and he was like three at the time. And like, we were all there. It was so unbelievably hot because it was that first game of the year. And so we had decided that the kids couldn't last through the deal. So we went back to Honey's house to watch the game, but we went to the, and I remember everybody was like, oh, Oh my gosh, we're starting this quarterback that nobody's heard of against Florida. This is going to be a, this is going to be awful. Like, yeah. and then we watched it and it was like, oh, there's something here like this, like there's something here. And just, man, it brought me back. I was ready to run through a wall during the first like 20 <laughs> minutes of the documentary. Well, because you get such a great, take me back, take me back. <laughs> you get such a great recap of that season, you know, and mm-hmm. the, I'll tell you what stood out to me was it, they were interviewing Cliff Kingsbury, who went on to be the coach at Texas Tech, but was working with the offensive at A&M at the time. And he was saying exactly what Melanie said, that people were like, um, who's this kid? Like, what? Who, yeah. Starting who? And he, he was talking about how he was like, as soon as I got to summer camp, like Johnny Manziel was the guy, but uh-huh. nobody knew about him. And he said that there was just a moment when people would say like, who, who? And he was like, oh, y'all are about to see why. And then uh-huh. they cut. They cut to that just, you know, clip after clip after clip of that season yep. and the game at Alabama and all that. And it gives me like I have I have chill bumps right now because it's just unbelievable. Here's what here's what struck me about it. Well, first thing that struck me was in the, when the opening scene, when he and his buddies were shotgunning high noons, I thought, well, yeah. these might still be a little rowdy. I don't you know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, yeah. Uh, the second thing that occurred to me, and this was as they started to kind of chronicle what happened during that season. And then his frustration with the NCAA, which I thought, well, it seems right that he was also in a fight with the NCAA since you were. Yeah, that's right. And, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him is what yeah. I'm saying for that part. Yeah. So, but I thought, you know, there's this whole thing, you know, how I love leadership and I lo- like, uh-huh. you know, I love to identify leadership and it fires me up to see leadership in action. But I think what he had, it's the same thing that Dak has had throughout his career. It's like there's leadership and then there's that personality where people are competitors. And like Johnny Manziel was a competitor. Like he was just, I mean, he talks very openly about the fact that he never watched a lick of film. He never picked up a playbook, Mm -hmm. but he was going to get out there and he was going to beat those guys. Like he was. Yeah a competitor. And so I think it was, it was so fun to see that part of his personality again, because things were such a crash and burn at the end. It was, it was really sweet to see, but he said at one point that everything he learned in his very disciplined, rigorous high school football program in Kerrville, that, Mm -hmm. that everything he learned, it took him about six months to forget it. Yeah. And, and like, he just went off the rails after that Heisman season. Yep. Ah. Yeah. I will also say there was something during when they were showing a clip of the AM Alabama game his freshman season when y'all won in Tuscaloosa. And yeah. and I heard Gary Danielson's voice and I was like, Gary uh. Danielson. <laughs> God, like <laughs> same, same. That play, that iconic game play in that Alabama game where he bobbles the ball and you think yes. he's about to fumble. And then it's like, and you hear Gary Danielson say, oh my gracious. I'm like, <laughs> like bleh, get out of here, Gary Danielson, you Alabama homer. Like I just, oh. just, even now, but I remember like we watched that game at Gully's house and we had the kids with us. And I mean, that was one where Gully and I both thought we're about that. We're going to have a stroke. Like we're never going to survive this because you, you just couldn't believe what you were seeing. Like, is it, that the one and I'll edit this out, but is that the yeah. one where Gully wet her pants? Oh, 100%. And she <laughs> would say, leave it in. Listen, <laughs> we both did. We both wet our pants. I mean, like we couldn't, 
because you couldn't go to the bathroom. It was so tense. You couldn't believe what you were seeing because all we had heard was like, A&M's going to get killed in the SEC. We're going to get killed in the SEC. We have no business being in the SEC. And then to come in that first year and beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa was just like, you couldn't even believe what was happening. Like yeah. it, it just, man, it was just incredible. It was just, and I think that the whole thing is, and now we know looking back, there, I feel like there's so many things here that you and I've talked about. Number one, that these kids, number that they are just kids, They're and kids, and nobody, <gasps> nobody was reining him in. No, like, nobody was holding that kid accountable. Nobody. No, and everybody threw up their hands. Like, well, we can either let him do his thing or he can play. But like, he was 19 years old. Yes, and and even his parents were like, it didn't matter what we said. He was hanging out with Drake and LeBron, and you know, mm-hmm. like. The coaches didn't hold him accountable. And so no. he just gave in to the worst compulsions within himself. Like nobody yeah. was leading him, you yeah. know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And I think that was the, that's the thing that makes me sad is I'm like the adults around him failed him to yeah. me. Like, um, like there was a time because by the time they all decided that they wanted to help him, I'm like, well, now he's an adult. So you really sure. who has millions of dollars. So you don't have any recourse now. And I think it goes into so much of what I see in, and listen, you know, I love the sports. I love the children in the sports, but I'm like, but y'all, we've got to be developing character and discipline in these kids mm-hmm. at every level, because at the end of the day, they're still just kids. Like, yeah. Like when they were, when they showed AC announcing him at that first press conference, when they were like, who's about to celebrate his 20th birthday. I'm like, he was Caroline Shankle's age and was on this huge stage. And I can't even imagine. I just remember all the frenzy around him. And I can't imagine how you even begin to cope with that as a, as a 19 year old. Like, I know, it's a lot. Our next ad partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it now literally every day. Y'all know that I am always looking for ways to improve my health, especially as I'm getting older, and I love that I've made the switch to AG1. It's an all-in-one foundational nutrition formula that makes it so easy for me to cover all my nutritional bases every day with having to sort out 72 different pills, which is what I was doing. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients of high quality that have given me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. I gave AG1 a try because I was tired of taking so many supplements. I just wanted a single solution that could support my entire body. I drink it first thing in the morning and so many of you have messaged to ask how it tastes. I'm gonna tell y'all, it's not bad. I mix it with a little bit of water. I put in my vitamin D drops that come with it and it is the perfect way for me to start my day both hydrating and with nutrition. I drink it now, Perry drinks it now, Caroline drinks it now. It has given us so much more energy. We all agree that we feel so much better and I love that it replaces your multivitamin, your probiotic and more in a simple drinkable habit. It was designed with ease in mind so you can live healthier and better without having to complicate your routine. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash big boo. That's drinkag1.com slash big boo. Check it out. I actually, I wrote this down because he said when, after, I guess he was finally drafted by the, by the Browns in the draft and he went, you know, a little bit lower in the first round than anybody expected. But he talked about how at that moment he was so relieved and so happy and he had everything he had ever wanted and he had never felt more empty in his life. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just thought, you know, it is that whole thing where like the human soul is not made to carry that kind of notoriety and that kind of fame and especially Mm -mm. not at that age. Yeah. Like, I mean, never really, but God, to be that young and- And his mom to talk about how after that, that, that Alabama game, how she just, he was so sad in his eyes because he was so overwhelmed. And I thought it's that double-edged sword because we love a winner and then we put more on winners than they can possibly bear. So, so true. I just, I don't know. I thought it was, it, I wanted it to be longer. Like I thought it would make me so happy if there was like, there were two more episodes of this, you know, I would love yeah. to hear more about where he is now and how he's handling everything now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but man it's like just to look back on that and to think about how overwhelming it must have 
have been for Uh him. And, but then, you know, I mean, again, there's one point where he says something about, you know, like I was bigger than college station. you know, like that's not a great way to look yeah. at it either. I don't think. And no. and I thought too, it was interesting that his dad said at one point that he felt like, you know, those coaches are there to instill character in him, which is true, but like, that's got to happen on both fronts. That's got to happen at home and, you know, with whoever your coach happens to be at the time. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, think I flagged on that too. I, when yeah. his dad said that I was like, no, because y'all had needed to be doing that. Like, and I guess that happened at Kerrville Tyvee. And I believe that knowing Tyvee, I mean, that's, I mean, our high school plays Tyvee and stuff. I mean, I know that program and I remember when he was a high school player. Um, but so I have no doubt that there was discipline instilled, but I'm like, but that still has to, I mean, you need to take care of your business inside the walls of your house and you can't delegate that out, you know, and assume because what we now know is that the AM, the football program at that time was pretty undisciplined. Like yeah. there, there just wasn't a lot of, of discipline and leadership there. So those coaches weren't taking care of that. And I think that, you know, I think Cliff Kingsbury did the best, but I mean, I think one year and then his dream job came calling at tech yeah. and he left. And so yeah. Um, and I don't think he could have reined him in anyway, but it's just you just see where that wasn't anybody's you know, that was to me, it starts with the parents. Like you've got yeah. to do that for your and kids. Everybody got caught up in the hype. Mm-hmm. Like his parents, mm-hmm. his friends, every, the, the coaches, everybody got caught up in the hype. So it yeah. would be interesting to yeah. see what, what his life would have been like with better boundaries, but even yeah. his agent, I mean, I felt like was somebody who tried to impose boundaries in that situation yes. and finally was just like done. So, yeah. Yeah, he just couldn't. And I think that it was so interesting to hear the agent say, like, I tried to rein him in. And before the draft, we were doing this. And it's like he couldn't. He was so impulsive, which Mm -hmm. is the very thing that made him a quarterback like nobody had ever seen before, because he just got out there and played reckless and, you know, did all the things that you're not supposed to do. Right. Worked, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It also made me wonder, and this is a sidebar and this is that we can never know, but Mm -hmm. I thought if somebody had been really watching to and checking in just on his mental health and, yeah. and helping him with that. And I, I know hindsight's 2020 and all that, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he was living large and um, probably looked like the, the guy who had it, you know, all together. But I think when somebody habitually self-sabotages like that, yeah, it's worth looking into. So anyway, yeah. listen, everybody likes the F word in this documentary. So don't watch it with your kids, but yes, it's worth watching for sure. Yeah, it's really good. And I think, you know, the thing that I know is an Aggie is I think, I think most Aggies would agree. He did so much for the school. Like he did, I mean, sure. what he did, I mean, and they talk about it in a documentary. I mean, the amount of donations that came in and the rebuilding of Kyle Field and all of that would have happened eventually anyway, I think. But I mean, he just set us on this trajectory that was amazing. I mean, I felt like I went on Texags this morning because I was kind of wanting to read what people thought about the documentary. And I mean, everybody is still is like, when are we getting a Johnny statue? Build the statue. Like that's how beloved he is there. And so I'm like, he's got this whole huge network of people that are so rooting for him. Like, Mm -hmm. and as I I listened to him talk, I was like, he's so articulate. And like, so I'm like, I wish he could be, I would love to hear his commentary. I would love Mm -hmm. to see him on a bigger platform, but I think everybody's kind of holding their breath to see like, is he going to be able to hold it together, you know, and, and everybody wants that for him. But at this point he's 30 years old and he can only, I mean, he's the one that can make that decision. And, you know, of course I was like, I hope he really finds Jesus is, you know, (laughs) what he needs is Jesus. I know, I know, but I'm rooting for him. I really am. Like I, that was, I mean, I walked away from watching it thinking, well, I am really rooting for him. I just, you know, he got, yeah, he got dealt an interesting hand. And yep. I hope that things go really well for him going forward. So, yeah, that's how I felt too. But it was, it's definitely worth the watching. But like I've said, the language is atrocious. And <laughs> so just know that going in. Maybe that's just a good assumption for anything the two of us watch. I mean, I don't feel like I've watched much where the language pretty, hasn't been atrocious. I mean, I think it's pretty much everything that's on these days. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip the trips to the grocery store, which in this heat is huge, and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. 
Fall is right around the corner. I know that's hard to believe, but HelloFresh is here to help you plan for the busy season ahead when you're running carpool and picking up kids from school and going to sporting practices with tasty dishes delivered right to your door. You simply choose your recipes and pick your delivery date and then lay back and enjoy the last days of summer knowing that dinner is covered. This will help you banish the end of summer blues. There's no need to stress about how you're gonna handle it all because HelloFresh is going to take care of the meal planning and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your home. That's the key to dinnertime success. They keep your taste buds on their toes with 40 chef-crafted recipes to select from every week. From family-friendly to fit and wholesome, you'll always find new and exciting recipes to try and love. HelloFresh has been the best solution to cooking for just Perry and me. Either one of us can cook these meals, we get exactly how much food we need without a lot of leftovers. It's just the best way I've found to cook for two people. Plus, it gets me out of my cooking rut because I'm making things I would never come up with on my own. We just have tacos again. Green Chef is also now owned by HelloFresh, and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I love to switch between the brands, and now our listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with us. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50BigBoo and use code 50BigBoo for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 50BigBoo and use code 50BigBoo for 50% off plus free shipping. You'll see why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Well, um, is it time for five favorites? Sure, yes. I know. I think it's time for five favorites. Let's do five favorites. That sounds fantastic. All right. So my first thing is a discovery from my friend Steph. She told me about these one night when we were going to dinner. I got online. I ordered them. Listen, they're from Aerie. They're called the Real Soft Ribbed Foldover Joggers. Now, I know that it's hot and I know Mm -hmm. we may not be thinking about joggers yet. These are so thin and so soft that as soon as I took them out of the bag and tried them on, I ordered another pair immediately. They are fantastic. I got them cute, cute. I got the I got the black and I got the Kelly green. Mm-hmm. And if you see me at all late summer, early fall, I have a feeling this is what I'll be wearing. They're they're so incredibly soft because you know those those lounge pants that we got from Target during quarantine. Yes. The stars above ones that we loved. Yep. Uh, they're softer than those. Uh-huh. Oh, you're kidding me. No, they're softer than those. Oh, I'm so. ordering those. Add to cart immediately. Mm-hmm. Add to cart. I may want the pink. Oh, yeah. The pink's so cute. I just, I have so much pink right now. I felt like I just needed to back off for a second. Yeah. So yeah. It's I, real I, cute. Mm-hmm, they're great. So love those. My second thing is all thanks to TikTok because I did not even know that this thing existed until I started seeing people on TikTok who were cooking and they were using this thing. And I was like, well, I'm intrigued. And so finally, I ordered myself one a couple of weeks ago. It is a rotary cheese grater. And listen, why okay. have we even been bothering with the other cheese graters? Now, if I have a ton of cheese to grate, I put it in my food processor and grate it that mm-hmm. way. But like this, for your everyday cheese grating needs, has several different attachments. You can also use it like to peel vegetables if you want to. I don't know that I'm going to get into that. But just to be able to stick a wedge of cheese down in there and then just turn the crank and it grates your cheese. It's it's fantastic. I can't say enough about it. It kind of suctions to your counter so it doesn't move around as you're trying to use it. I just... uh, I feel like it's it's a real advancement in our cheese grating game. So okay. I just want to pass I, that along. Mm-hmm. I'm buying this right now because let me tell you, I have been pondering this in my heart because I did see this somewhere like on Instagram or something. And I did have a long time ago, remember at Olive Garden, how they used to come and they had that little rotary cheese grater that they would with your cheese. Oh, yes, I do. And so- our friend Cindy bought me one of those as a wedding gift, like not as a wedding gift, as a shower gift a long time ago. And then at some point it broke okay. and I never replaced it. But this is, the, y'all, this is the future. This is the way to do your cheese. <laughs> and I don't love bag cheese. I mean, I buy bag cheese, don't get me wrong, but I really prefer freshly grated cheese. Same, same. I, like, especially if I'm going to make a grilled cheese or, you know, just something where cheese is kind of 
central to the dish. So mm-hmm. anyway, I just, I, I'm real carried away with it. And it's simple, you know, it's not anything complicated, but God, it's better yeah. than sitting there and cutting your hand on a grater. So anyway, um, this third thing is something that I bought at a boutique here in Birmingham, but they, they don't have a website for me to link to them there, but they're, um, uh, they're from the brand easel and they're called the, I think they're called the feel good mineral wash pants or that they have some name like that, but they are just like a great wide leg sweatpants like Mm. option. Mm -hmm. So I wore these when we went to Mississippi over the weekend to take David's car to his brother, you know, just because I, I, sometimes I don't like wearing shorts in the car because the backs of your legs get all, you know, like stick to the seat and all that. And so I wore these, they're, they're, like just cotton. They're super cool. They're perfect with a t-shirt and sneakers, or you could dress them up if you want to do that, but they come in a lot of great colors. And um, so I linked to a boutique in Florence that has them. I couldn't find a lot of like big stores that had them. So yeah, we can all oh, get they're the, cute. this boutique, our business. And they remind me of those daily ritual. Pants. Yes, they Is do. They're, just, like? they're like, they are, but the, the fabric's a little bit different. They're not quite so heavy. Okay. And they come in a lot more colors. So, okay. and I love those daily ritual pants, but these are also great. I have, I got them in the pink and I think it's, I can't remember what the, maybe it's, it's like a Barbie pink kind of, but anyway, but they're great colors for fall and they're so versatile, super cute, like with a denim shirt or just a white shirt. Yes. So I'm in for these. I'm ordering these too. I just have to decide what color. Listen, I've already spent $75 today. <laughs> Well, the next thing you can't spend any money on right now. So you're safe. Okay. But, so, you know, we love our air fryer, David and I do. We use it all the time. Uh, probably, I, I don't know what we cook the most in there, but we like to really toast our bread in there or toast half a bagel in there because four minutes in the air fryer is like a perfect toast on a piece of bread. Uh-huh. But I saw this recipe on Food Network on the website for these air fryer taquitos. And because we're both home all day, like if somebody's hungry at lunch, there's always this scramble, like what, what do we do? So I saw this recipe and I was like, well, I'm going to try that. Like I can make the stuff up and I can just put it in a, a thing in the refrigerator and then David can throw these in the air fryer if he wants to. So the first time I made these, I made them with chicken. I just got a rotisserie chicken and took the meat. Sorry, Melanie. Got the uh-huh, meat. That's all right. You combine it with sour cream and cheese and then you season it with some stuff and then you just wrap it in a corn tortilla and then you cook them in the air fryer. It has all the instructions oh. in the recipe. But then the other day I cooked like a pound and a half of ground beef and did the same thing. Mixed it with sour cream and cheese, put that in the refrigerator. And then yesterday and today, David has just rolled them up in corn tortillas and that's what he's had for lunch. So they're real good. Like if you mix some sour cream and some salsa together, make yourself a little sauce to dip them in, but mm-hmm. just an easy way to have a taquito. I kind of prefer corn tortillas to flour tortillas. And so it's just a, a good, easy way to enjoy that. So okay, that easy, sounds great. An easy recipe. And if you have kids, they can make them for themselves, which I'm always a fan of that. Um, and then this last thing is a snack I did not know about until I saw that I saw it on TikTok somehow. And I was like, I'll order it. I'll try it. They're called Rip Van Waffles. Do you know about these? No, I do not know about these. Okay. All right. So they're just these little, I mean, they're, it's like a, it's a little snack, snacky cake thing, but it's not thick. It's a thin little waffle with a thin little amount of filling. And if you're kind of craving something sweet, but you don't want something like that's, I don't know, you know, a big production, they're delicious. Okay. It's kind of like, when you get good ice cream and they put a little piece of waffle cone in there, it's mm-hmm. like it's like two thin, thin pieces of waffle cone with a little bit of filling in between. So I think I got the, which ones did I get? I got the Dutch caramel and vanilla one. They're stroop waffles. That's what they're called. Oh, okay. I do like a stroop waffle, but okay. I haven't had this particular kind. Well, I didn't know about a stroop waffle. So I got these and they have like three grams of sugar, which you know, it's not a whole lot of sugar, but they're sweet. They're just like the perfect little thing. You know, it's kind of like one of those, 
I always think that the Trader Joe's, the dark chocolate peanut butter cups, that that's like a near perfect bite of sweet yes. food. Mm-hmm. This is a great little bite of sweet food and you can order them from Amazon, easy breezy. But, and I thought, well, they would also be fun if you're having people over like to serve with your ice cream at dessert. Yes. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like just a fun little thing to add to your, to your ice cream. So yes, to put it anyway. in a bowl. So you have the delight of a cone without the mess of a cone. A hundred percent. And so yeah. like you just got a little base and it's got a little caramel in it. I just think they're delicious. They're all kinds of flavors. I've only tried the Dutch caramel and vanilla, but anyway, and I just, you know, been keeping them in the pantry and there you have it. Okay. Well, these are, listen, you killed it. You killed it on the five favorites today. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. I really, really, really think that you're going to love those joggers in particular. So I'm glad you're going to order them. Oh yeah. I'm real excited. Well, as I told you, which I'll talk about it more next week, but I have several different things now that I need to order from American Eagle. So this just, this will fit right in. I'll be able to order enough to get my free shipping, which is free shipping as king, you know? Yeah. Oh, always. And they're Mm -hmm. so good about it. They are Aerie and American Eagle are so good with the free shipping. So anyway, it's, it's weird to think because it's been so hot, but I've kind of been in that, in that mode where I'm like, Hmm, what cozy things am I going to need for fall? I know. I know. I don't really need any sweatshirts or anything like that, but I'm always looking for really good joggers and I love these. So No, I think that's really good. And it's, listen, it's what's getting us through right now. Like today, a thing came out, we're 25 days away from Aggie football. Um, every morning I get this excessive heat warning that comes up on my phone and I appreciate that every day it, it tells me that it expires in like one day in seven hours. And I'm like, no, it expires in October. That's when it's going to expire. Just it's here. It's just here to stay. It's oppressive. I know. Well, I'm sorry I didn't get the weather that we've had the last the last day or so because we have had some thunderstorms and it does make a difference. So, good gracious, I would kill for a thunderstorm, but you know, maybe one of these days. I know. All right. Well, everybody, we'll be back next week, and in the meantime, we hope the rest of your week is great. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hello. Oh, I can't hear. I can't hear you. <laughs> you can't hear me? Can you not hear? Now I can I hear can, you. I, okay. I couldn't hear you. You cut out when you said hello. Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, we're off right, to a great we... start. Take two. Take right. two. Okay. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. I think our sound our, our sound is not cooperating at all, is it? No, I, you're cutting out a lot. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> you are too. <laughs> okay, let's disconnect and try to reconnect and see okay. if, if it here if it hears us better. Okay. Okay, we'll be okay. back in a little bit, y'all. Ow. 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 Ow.